Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we're here to give you a very informative show today. <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll try to keep all this straight. It's, kind of, it's going to be a bunch of information um, and we hope all of you enjoy it and we hope all of y'all are doing well out in Green Wisdom land. Uh, this show is going to be called Are Vitamins Just Expensive Urine? And for those of you that are taking vitamins and know what they can do, there are many of you out there that are new to listening to health shows and are taking vitamins that maybe you're buying in a big box store and you don't really notice any difference and could say, well, maybe they're just expensive urine. So Dr. Lewis is going to dispel some of those myths. He's going to tell you the differences. He's going to tell you what a good vitamin and a different grade of category will do on lab work what it what it can move for as far as lab value numbers which is why we run lab um, and what a bad one can do as well uh, but first I think we want to start the show off we've got a bunch of questions uh, but we have got a letter from one of our very loyal patients for many years that was kind enough to refer his friend to us who in turn had his wife do her lab with us. Um, her name's Michelle. And so Eric, the one that actually did the referring to start with, thank you very much, Eric, we love you, uh, wrote a very nice letter to us over the weekend. And you guys, as much as we try to inspire you, it really helps when you inspire us as well. And this did that for us. So I'd like to read that letter to you. And then I'd like Dr. Lewis to uh, comment, if that's okay, Dr. Lewis. He's ready to comment. I know he is. <laughs> so he wants to pass on, uh, Eric wants to pass on some really good news. Michelle did her lab with us and followed our instructions after a doctor visit that said her blood was out of whack and she needed a bunch of prescription medications. And honestly, that's when we get a lot of people is when they don't want to take all these prescriptions. They kind of wait until they've been hit with, oh my gosh, you're, you're really sick. So let's lay all these drugs on you. So she got scared and did her lab with us. Fast forward to this week when she went back to the doctor and told him, well, I did this Dr. Lewis thing, and he looked at seven labs of panels and gave me some supplements to take. The doctor looked at the nurse. They chuckled and said, you're peeing that down the drain, and they don't work, and you just need this $10 prescription, and your cholesterol and triglycerides and blood pressure will be fine. So he ran her blood work again, called two days later, and said he apologized. I don't know who this guy is, but keep doing what you're doing and don't take these prescriptions. She had better than 50% improvement in three months. How cool is that? Thanks for all you guys do. And, you know, the basics the basis of this, I guess, is the doctor actually wanted to know who Dr. Lewis was. So, so that was pretty cool. So, Dr. Lewis, you want to tell us a little bit about uh, what made you different, what made you do something different with her lab than what anybody else would do, I guess. Well, because I'm a chiropractor and I wouldn't prescribe drugs even if I could, which I can't. But And, and I'm not against drugs uh, at all. I love her medical profession. But I've seen many, many years ago where the medical doctors and osteopaths uh, they got to where they cannot really practice. The, the, you know, they have so-called standard of care, which is not necessarily what's in the best interest of 
the patients, and, and they're frustrated too. I've never seen an MD or DO that wasn't just a wonderful person and had good intentions, but uh, they're not trained that way. You know, I'm a chiropractor. I think everything's nerve supply or nutrition, and, you know, to a surgeon, everything's uh, what can I do surgically to fix it. So we're all good people. or are trying to help. Just, you know, find one that has the opinion you like. And so Eric sent this email, and he told me he said don't let janet read by, below the line he had a little colorful remark about what he had told the doctor so i didn't see it at all eric actually, actually she didn't until i pointed it out <laughs> you're eric you're funny <laughs> i'm gonna go down to port natchez texas wherever that is it's southeast texas we're northeast texas i'm gonna go visit them sometime someday but i, I talked to michelle and she's a sweetheart, and she told me the the story also. And you know, I'm not anti-medical. They've saved my bacon more than once. But here's the problem. And unfortunately, I'm I'm a pretty simple guy. Maybe unfortunately, but since when do we think that God is not involved in this process? And why? You know, this thing. Oh, you just have expensive urine. And I said on this one huge, huge podcast, I was a guest and this guy has like quarter million listeners <clears throat> he said something about expensive urine i said well i just had a 42 dollar ribeye do i have expensive excrement you know it's foolish to think that your body doesn't take what it needs from that and use it for good uh, you have to take vitamins you have to take good ones i've seen vitamins put out by famous doctors you get famous by paying somebody 10 or 20 grand to write a book you know, most of these books are not even written by the doctor. That's the only reason I could write a book is have somebody do it better than me. But what happens is, or, or the reason why you need vitamins, and they have to be good ones. <clears throat> you know, I've had a good wife and a bad wife. So, you know, there's a difference in women. There's a difference in vitamins, too. Uh, one of the things you have to realize that God's in control and he works in your body, whatever you think God is. But North America is probably the most well-fed but undernourished people in history. The The soil's been depleted of its nutrients at least for 100 years. Uh, and now we're saturating it with uh, chemical fertilizers, pesticides, and it's uh, kind of killed the microorganisms that allow the nutrients to get up into uh, into the plant itself, and then we're feeding minerally and, and enzyme and vitamin deficient food to our livestock, so they're not what they should be. Uh, for example, fruits and vegetables in the 1990s, okay, yeah, we're, what, 30 years beyond that, uh, contain a much, much greater amount of nutrients than uh, uh, the fruits and vegetables grown in the 50s and, and depending on the study and depending on where it's grown and depending on whether it's turnips or corn or whatever they're testing you've got a decrease of 6% of nutrients up to 76% less nutrients from the 50s to the 90s and it wasn't good in the 50s uh, today's crops are about 37% lower level of nutrients than those grown in 1975. And it wasn't good in 75 because of the uh, onset, onslaught of Monsanto, glyphosate, Roundup stuff. That's terrible. Uh, and, and so these animals that we feed the foods to, soy, wheat, and corn, they're pretty bad too. Um, just for example, um, ammonium nitrate replaces nutrients like calcium uh, 
magnesium, potassium, and the making of the plant tissue itself. And then it's it's a junk food, it's like fast food to us. And what it does, it makes these plants grow so fast that it says, "Ooh, ah, I can grow fast. I have this. It's fast food, kind of like your sugar rush." And it creates more gluten, okay? People make fun of us people that have gluten intolerances. Well, mine was dang near killing me, literally. And now we got four to 40 times more gluten than we did back in the 70s. So, yes, that's creating something, and we've got new tests for it we might get around to talking about. But uh, So you pretty much have everybody has a sensitivity or some sort of intolerance to wheat, rye, and barley because of this aberrant protein. And that's caused by our synthetic fertilizers. That's why it's a it's a big deal that people are there's a little bit of a renaissance coming on that people are beginning to grow their own food. That's a really, really good thing. You have to reintroduce the microorganisms which are incredibly important, just like they're important in us. So now we get um there's an average of 192 different residues detected on our foods. And this is from, you know, I think over 100,000 pesticide tests. And, and this was done back in the 1990s, so it's worse now. Uh, and, and there's been a huge link to cancer, asthma, respiratory diseases, think COVID, damage to the nervous system, think Parkinson's, MS, you know, dementia, damage to the reproductive system, think about all these people that, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to try to be nice, but I'm going to go to a different subject. Reproductive system. Uh, people that are confused about what they should be. Uh, people that can't get pregnant. You know, Infertility is growing like crazy, which creates hormonal imbalances. Most men have low testosterone. Most women have way too much estrogen as opposed to their progesterone. Uh, more birth defects, more autism, and many, many other illnesses are cre- created and attributed to these toxic chemicals. Uh, so... I'll try to change the subject a little bit. So one of the one of the things, well, seven of the things that you need to consider why you're not healthy. Uh, I call them the seven M or seven major sins, and it's medications. And I'm gonna get into that in a little bit. Now, I love our medical doctors, and God knows they've saved my bacon several times. Uh, they're wonderful people, but. Medications taken as prescribed kill over 100,000 a year in America. Then you got mercury that's very, very prevalent in our society for a lot of reasons, and it's in our vaccines, which makes me crazy. The third M is Monsanto. Yes, they are evil as hell. Yes, they are. Then you've got the mangled fats, which means trans, trans fats, hydrogenated, partially hydrogenated, the, the soybean oil, the corn oil, canola oil, poison. Uh, the mycotoxins, and, and we're, I don't know if we have it yet, we're real close to having a really, really good test to see if that's an issue. Uh, and then the uh, xenobiotic, manufactured xenobiotics, those are the ones that mimic Hormones, which is estrogen, and that's why, oh, us men are full of plastics, pesticides, fire retardants, and that's why our testosterone's going down. Uh, and then managed care, and that's why I mentioned earlier, the average osteopath or medical doctor, they don't like 
the system they're in. The system's been taken over by people that don't really see the patient. You need to let these people loose, unhandcuff them, and let them practice medicine. Uh, so medical care's the managed care is not a good thing. Let these guys do their own thing. And so your diagnosis won't be a calamity because it's a calamity because your doctor is not allowed to do what they know to do. They really do have their hands tied. So the thing about you hear, oh, well, you just have expensive urine. And my answer to that is BS because you, what I've just said, the lowered nutrients, you know, up to 76% lower than in the 1970s. Well, that wasn't good in the 70s. And then you start spraying glyphosate on it. So some of the things that may have helped uh, Michelle get well. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, she had a high C-reactive protein, so inflammation. Read about C-reactive protein on uh, Cleveland Clinic's website. So B12, let's talk about B12 a minute. And I've seen one particular famous doctor, cardiologist, uh, put out some stuff, and it's crap. It's crap. Sorry. Uh, I'm not intelligent enough to speak better than that because it's cyanocobalamin, so you can take it till the cows come home. Sorry, southern phrase there. You can take it till the cows come home. Cyanocobalamin is not going to convert if it's not methylcobalamin, and you have to take a lot of it. But the methylcobalamin is the one that's going to uh, do you good. Uh, even the good B12, uh, it helps in in you know even in Parkinson's. And it's like people say, "Well, that's a bold statement." Yeah, well, it's printed all over the place, so. It's there. It's real. It slows the progression in those that already have the disease because it protects against something uh, toxic substances from L-dopa or excess L-dopa. Uh, it can reverse and help with uh, Bell's palsy. Uh, it converts homocysteine into methionine, which lowers your chance of heart attack and stroke. Look up homocysteine and, and read about it. Uh, the you can get increased synthesis of proteins that help regenerate nerves, and that's from Journal of Neurological Science. So B twelve just by in and of itself is good. It helps with liver eye disorders, hallucinations, headaches, and da 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 irritability. Yeah. Um. Well, there's a question I'd like you to answer. You know, while you know most uh, experts agree that a vitamin or nutritional supplement may help you. I think the problem is is that a lot of them are synthetic. Yep. And I think that's what you're trying to describe. And you have a really good analogy for a synthetic vitamin. So, you know, like Dr. Liz is talking about B12 and different ones. What is a synthetic vitamin and what should a person be looking for, I guess, when they're trying to pick something good? Oh, there's a lot of letters that they uh, some of the manufacturers put out there, like GMP, and uh, you know it, it, you should have a third party assay. You know the the different companies that we shop from all have that all the certification. Uh, one of the things is you you can look at the uh, vitamin where they poo poo it. And actually, I was going to do a, a show on probiotics because they poo pooed it on Good Morning America. I'll get to that later, but I thought Michelle, she was so sweet to talk to. Hey, I'd rather talk about her. So she's just taking the vitamins, doing what I tell her to do, and that's the key. You can't try. you got to jump in and do it. There's a difference. Notice people that say try. 
I'll try to come to your party. They never show up. So you got to get a good one. And I don't know what you know analogy Janet's talking about, but the right-handed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I'm sure I'm going to say it wrong because I'm not a guy and I don't do mechanics. But a, a man would understand that. Well, I tell people. I said this to an, a guy yesterday, I guess. Um, maybe that's where Janet got it. Uh, well, it's like putting a left-handed threaded nut on a right-handed threaded bolt. It's an exact mirror image, but it, by golly, won't f- it won't fit. So your body, when it's trying to take these in, doesn't really know how to break that down because then... And then it becomes toxic. It's not even giving you stuff. Then your body has to use extra energy, which most people have too much fatigue anyway, don't have the energy to spare. Um, so then it does become expensive urine because you just spent money on a vitamin that didn't do anything because it went right through. Well, you know, I'm a little bit of a, I don't know how to sugarcoat it. The only thing I know about sugarcoating is it's good on donuts. But uh, I told a person one time, I said, the most expensive vitamin in the world is the one that, the cheap one that doesn't work. And most of our stuff actually is less expensive than the junk on the market. But uh, it, it's perception, folks. Find somebody you trust. Well, that's the di- the difference, and that's what I wanted to talk about a little bit, too. You talked a little bit about looking for a company that has a, a reputable manufacturing process. When you go into a health food store, you may or may not find that. I guarantee you won't find the physician grade of it, yeah. but you can find a few of them out there that have a better manufacturing process than the others, but you don't know who they are unless you've done a whole bunch of research. And a great certification of a manufacturer uh it costs that manufacturer a whole lot of money to have a third party come in and look at the raw materials on each batch and not only the batch which someone would say oh yeah our batch was tested but what about when it sat there for a while what does it do down the road there are companies that are so reputable which are some of the ones we use uh, that they actually have the the material tested at different intervals. And that's what drives the cost up on some of the vitamins is because these they're having to pay a third party to come in. While these other people are selling them super cheap because they're taking these raw materials that are coming in and not checking for that a lot some, of the sometimes things. Sometimes polluted and sometimes right. don't have enough of the active ingredient to make it work. Right. So you're going, hey, this is a great buy. And the reality of it is you are actually possibly putting in more toxins and you're not able to use it. Um, one of the products I wanted you to talk about the difference because I have we have this all the time. People will come in here and go, I want vitamin D because most people realize from that from their doctors now that vitamin D is something a doctor will recommend. And you can get vitamin D and vitamin D can make the blood work change. On some people, some of it's so bad, uh, synthetic-wise, it don't even move it, even when somebody's taking 10,000 units of it. Well, most of them don't work. I've done the statistics on that. And then there's some that do. But are they absorbing that? You know, and that's the kind of the deal when we tell somebody, when they're really low in D, we say, well, you need D3 plus K. Well, most people don't know what K even does, and they're going, why? It costs more. I want the cheap one, which... Okay, we always tell you that's kind of like um, you know the whole thing is to get calcium into the arteries or get it uh, circulating it, better, right? We uh, circulate, but not deposited in the arteries, right? Deposit. You know, you want it to be where you don't lose bone structure so bad. You want your calcium in there. So basically, that's like calcium coming into a a hotel. 
Uh, vitamin D is the bellhop or the door greeter that takes you and sticks you in the lobby of the hotel. But calcium does not know where to go. So K is the person that comes up to you and says, hey, let me take your luggage to your room. So he takes calcium to the right place that it needs to go. That's what K does. And without that, you're you're kind of missing the whole point, especially if you're osteoporotic, if you're uh, mid-middle-aged, you're better off taking D3K2, a lower dose at 5,000 milligrams, and trying to up your vitamin D to 10,000. And we're seeing a lot of people with labs that are just, that they haven't done lab, they're just taking D because they know that's, that's supposed to be good, but it's actually toxic at high levels, correct? Well, it can be. I've got a guy coming in today, uh, his vitamin D level tested at 200, and it's like, oh my God, I've never seen it that bad. It gets toxic at around 140, 150. Uh, vitamin D is very important, and then the K2 also should be, but... And I know it works because I'm a coronary calcium score, and I'm glad some of you are getting that. That's really good. Uh, the My coronary calcium score, I scored a 6. Anything under a 400 is good. And they said I've got enough calcium placking in my heart to be a 2-year-old toddler, so quit worrying about it. Uh, D is uh, important in the prevention of breast cancer, colon cancer, osteoarthritis, because it won't let the calcium be deposited in your bones as or joints as quickly. It enhances immunity. Uh, it, it theoretically should be synthesized in the skin from sun exposure, but we're so blooming toxic that doesn't happen very well. Uh, it requires conversion by the liver. So you people, I say, well, if your liver enzymes aren't in the optimal range, you're not going to do that. And, of course, liver is incredibly important in the conjugation of all these nasty uh, exogenous hormones, the plastics, the pesticides, the phthalates, the fire retardants, etc. And then from the liver, it's got to go through the kidneys before it becomes actually fully active. Um, There's another one also I want you to talk about is a a multivitamin. There's so many of you out there that do these over-the-counter things or they go to the big box stores and think that it's just making you feel better that you're taking something and I could almost guarantee you you would tell me that you don't feel any different taking it Um, you think that a good multivitamin is super expensive and I want Dr. Lewis to explain how that's a fallacy and that we have a product that is actually very high in the things that you need they're they're very good ingredients and the product right now is like nineteen ninety nine. I mean, it's super incredibly cheap. I, I can almost tell you can't go to the big box store and get that for that cheap. I know you're not getting the quality in it. But, Dr. Lewis, could you explain, you know, basically what the difference is, I guess, between a good quality one and one that just somebody's buying over the counter? Well, again, uh, uh, the, the cheap ones are, are synthetically made, which actually creates and takes more energy to detoxify. Uh, it has to be in a good form. You know, ours has a little bit, you know, of D, uh, you know, not enough. Uh, vitamin A, C, uh, 50 micrograms of D, E. But vitamin E, most vitamin E's on the market is uh, DL alpha tocopherol. Well, the DL is talking about which way the molecule rotates. That's a bad one. Don't do it. Uh, ours is the really super duper. You know, high quality one with the mixed tocopherols. That's very incredibly important. It's got the K, and I don't think you should just do straight 
multivitamin. And even if you can't feel a difference on mine, it covers a lot of sins from the bad food and the statistics that I read a while ago. Uh, it, it has much more bioavailable forms of calcium, uh, magnesium, the right kind of folate. You know, for those of you that understand MTHFR or 5-MTHFR, uh, it has the right kind. And um, what else does it do? The right kind, of it, it has the methyl cobalamin, not the cyano, which is the bad one. Uh, it we, we have an iron-free formula. You should not take iron unless it's been tested. On lab, we see a lot of people that have too much iron. We, we test ferritin, stored iron. And then we have many people that are anemic, which is... Not always, but generally it's a B6, B12, B, uh, or folate deficiency. So the mixed tocopherols that I mentioned, uh, the mineral acid, well, amino acid chelates, those are the ones that if you see something that says TRACS, T-R-A-A-C-S, which stands for the real amino acid chelate system, those are the more expensive ones, but they're way, way, way more bioavailable. That's the ones you want, and that's what we have. Uh, we have the good one, and I've seen people. Janice talking about the cheap ones. It's like, well, I've seen people that are spending sixty or eighty bucks a month just for a multivitamin. It's like, well, you know, that particular company is a good one, but why in the world would you spend three to four times as much for something that I can get as good of and sometimes improve quality? Why spend the extra money? Spend it on something else that you need. Well, and unfortunately for many women out there, they always go get that one in the big box store that's with iron because they're tired and they don't feel good and their hair's falling out and they're they're thinking, it's got to be an iron problem because that's what you go to. I need iron. Cause we grew up when they were advertising Geritol, iron poor blood. It's like, yeah. That's right. true. That's very true. And it turns out well, many. Well, Janet didn't. She was, she was too young. I just remember that. you talking about it. Yeah, thanks. Uh, there's been many times that we'll run lab and that person, like Dr. Lewis said, doesn't need iron at all or they have too much iron because you can do overdo iron and it's that's something it, it, you don't want either. It oxidizes. That's not a good thing. Turns into the, a, it turns a gate hinge into a rusty thing that won't open, right? Yeah, yeah. good, good analogy. <laughs> makes you wrinkle faster, women. So. Yeah, but if that's what you're doing and you think that that's your missing link and you're feeling that way, we always tell people do the lab work because the lab work will reveal exactly what's going on. It's not a, a question of let's just go guess and, and get something out of the store because I think that'll make me feel better and the commercial says so. Uh, go to our website at greenwisdomhealth.com and fill out a health survey. It'll recommend a lab panel. There's no need to guess. The lab is super inexpensive for what you're getting, and we can tell you exactly what supplements that you need instead of you going out and probably spending more money on stuff that don't work. We literally have people go, well, why feel this way? Well, what would you put me on? I said, Really? Do you not listen to any of our shows? We don't ever guess. We test. You know, we can give you something, but you may be back in here getting something else, and then you wind up spending more money than it, you would have if you would have just done the testing. And for the people out there that have been our patients forever, and and they're still listening to our show, but they haven't done their lab in a long time, you really need to redo that lab after a year, at least a year and a half, because uh, that stuff changes. So if you're just... You know, going off of what you had before and hoping it's still the same, that stuff changes. And optimally, it's about every six months to do your lab. And I'm surprised how many people just listen and don't do. If you're listening and you're just gathering knowledge and you listen to other podcasts, which I think is a good thing, uh, if you're not doing something, it, 
why waste your time? You know, you know, like Eric, you know, he did it and he loved other people enough to send them into us. So he's blessing people on and on because Eric is a doer. And, you know, I hear a lot of people blame their spouse. It's like, no, it's not your spouse. It's an overactive uh, fork and knife. <clears throat> did I just say that? Um, don't let the behavior of others destroy your inner peace, folks. If you know, um, there, the, the difference in taking a good vitamin, different the pr- different products we put you on, the things we use actually can move lab values. Like when Dr. Lewis is talking about B12 folate, well, there are things on the lab, the cell volume, height, and uh, I don't know what else it's on. The RBC, sometimes you'll see people that have RBC and people go, oh, it's an iron problem. And it's like, well, did you run ferritin to see? Because it really may not be iron. It may be a B12 problem. Or or a B6 problem, I think, is more common. You know, I just uh, analyzed a lab yesterday, and I think the guy's 74, 75 years old. Now, this guy has been super consistent for about five years. He does everything I tell him to do. He he gets uh, information from other people and asks me questions. And, you know, his lab at 74 or whatever he is uh, looks better than the average 30-year-old. But it's the consistency. And, and the lab's never perfect. He's got one issue, but um, which I'm going to send him to his urologist about. But <clears throat> Which, you know, they do good work, too. But it's consistency, folks. And uh, we're seeing people every day drop like flies that are younger than us. And I don't think we're old yet. And now with this immune system compromise thing, which, you know, that's the problem. It's like it's easy for us to get sick now because we were barely getting by to start with. So it doesn't take much to come along to make you ill. So that's the whole thing of of trying to get your health back to a place that your body's strong enough to fight some of this off on its own. It You do have an immune system. And sadly many are compromised and and they don't really know why and you know the, that woman out there that's thinking you know i have an iron problem it might be your thyroid uh it might be your other hormones you you don't know without guessing so well, some people live with their uh gas tank with the the e showing the the empty light zone other people fill it up and the more you take to a point of course uh, the longer range you have to drive your truck, I'm looking at my pickup, but, you know, don't drive on empty, and that's where most people are with their nutritional health. That's good. And sadly, our show has come to an end. We did not get to many things we wanted to talk about again, and we know we still have questions from before. We appreciate those very much. Yeah, keep them coming. Yeah, go on Shooting Straight with Dr. Lewis's Facebook page. You can ask questions there, get answers. We have a lot of people interacting on that. Um, there's a, a uh, pop-up on the website at greenwisdomhealth.com where you can also ask questions. Get started today. It's time to have a life worth living. Thank you for listening to our show. And Dr. Lewis has a closing statement. Yeah, it, and, you know, we give a lot of information, and you can get good things from other people. The fact is you need to do something. You know, the bad news is time flies. The good news is that you're the pilot. So don't crash the plane. (laughs) Have a good week. We'll be here next time. Once again, our show has come to an end, but your hope and your health is only beginning. If you or a loved one are in need of a different outcome and are waiting for a brighter future, take the first step and go to our website and fill out the health survey. 
Please don't keep us a secret. If you know someone that could benefit from this podcast, please share this show with your friends and family. You are only one step away from a life worth living.